Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya White. Talk with Tanya White. I am your host, Tanya White. This is our second week of the relaunch show after being gone for seven long years. But last week was such a phenomenal relaunch. We had the amazing, amazing, audacious Adrena Phillips, and she just gave us some nuggets that knocked us off our feet. The one that I remember uh, clearly is give yourself permission to be great. Uh, and then we had that bishop, the Black Eagle from Columbus, Ohio, Jonathan K. Sanders, and he just gave us some hope for the holidays after dealing with divorce and uh, scandal and not getting what we expected, especially if we were a woman, uh, with nuggets from his book, Why He Won't Marry You. Listen, let me tell you, both of them will be back once again on Real Talk with Tanya White in the future. But tonight our theme for this whole month is hope for the holidays. And tonight we are dealing with how to uh, handle grief during the holidays and beyond. Uh, grief, everyone deals with it. Whether it's loss of a loved one, loss of a job, just loss of life as you knew it. When we grieve something, we grieve something that we lost. But particularly when someone has died close to us. I know when I, the first holiday after losing my dad was bittersweet um, because we you, you don't know. My daddy loved being a daddy and a husband. And so holidays, especially Christmas, he was all into it. And he was a man's man because he tried to give us everything that he didn't have growing up. And so the first Christmas after he died, it was bittersweet, but mom, uh, my mama t- tried to make it as pleasant as possible. But I tell you, that first Christmas after mama died, that was very hard because we were dealing with not having either one of our parents, me and my brother and my sister, and that was hard because life as we knew it was no more because Christmas especially was over our house. Our parents cooked. You know, they made the house uh, warm and welcoming on holidays. Um, So that Christmas after mom and dad was hard. So I know what grief, especially if this is the first holiday that you have dealt with someone who uh, you've lost, it, it can be very difficult. But tonight we have two grief strategists, as I call them, and they're going to give us tips, not only their testimony, but tips on how they dealt with grief and overcome grief. So, but before we get started, I want to say hello to everyone who's listening live and through the archives. If you are a new listener to the Real Talk with Tanya White show, you're probably wonder, wondering, what is this about? Who is this Tanya White? Tanya White, me, I am from Louisville, Kentucky, Um, born and raised. I love being a Louisvillian. Um, 
I work for the educational system, and I love love doing Blog Talk Radio. We were on uh, seven years ago, loved it, and I'm back. And so I'm also an author, a speaker, um, a book birthing coach, consultant, mentor, and I love just empowering people. Um, the show, I always I call it, it's a lifestyle, entertainment, inspirational show. So anything that causes you to move from where you are to where you want to be is what we're going to talk about. I rate this, uh, rate this show, rate it off for being what? Real relevant and refreshing because our goal every single show is to give you real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. So I have to give real information that's relevant and refreshing. I have to have guests who meet that rated R standard. So by the end of each show, after every phenomenal guest that we have, I want you, the, the Real Talk team wants you to be different in a positive way. So if you tune in feeling defeated, by the end of the show, you shall have victory. If you're discouraged, you're going to be encouraged. All right? So that is our goal, and I want you to give us some feedback about how the show is going. And so if you're on social media, listen, I told you I'm on all Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, but I only know how to work Facebook. Give props to my niece, the butterscotch child, as I call her, Emery. She's going to teach me how to really work the Twitter and Instagram, you guys. I may have her do a webinar for us technically challenged uh, older folks. i got to get her business on and popping. So we may, we may have a webinar pretty soon, and she's going to school us. But I am on Facebook. Look for Tanya White. Friend me if we're not already friends. Visit my website at TanyaWhite.com for all things about the show, um, upcoming events that I'm having, conferences, products, and services. And while on the site, go to my online store, purchase one or all of my six books. My latest book is Yes, I Am Enough. Uh, we are doing the Yes, I Am Enough Nation monthly membership starting in January. So it's going to be all things to help you change your no, I'm not enough attitude and say, yes, I am enough action. And it's all about empowerment, information, connection. So that membership is going to be just phenomenal. Also, I have books on there, You Can't Quit Now, Girl, You Can Win, Relationship Reruns, and I have some services on there as well, coaching. I am about to uh, launch some new services in January, manuscript critiques and other things. So check me out. Friend me on Facebook. Um, And if you want to become a show sponsor, or sponsor of our Boast About Your Book segment that we're going to uh, kick off in January, for real, we're going to have some Boast About Our Book segments for the next couple of shows so you can see what it's about. Um, You can inbox me on Facebook or email me at Tanya at TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color, dot com. And listen, if you want uh, to see about being a sponsor uh, for any upcoming events, you can check out the TanyaWhite.com website as well. Um, How do we get through grief? That's what we're talking about tonight. How do we handle grief during the holidays and beyond? If you've lost somebody close to you, um, lost a job that you just thought that you that was part of your destiny, 
lost a relationship or a friendship, we grieve different things and in different ways. But tonight you shall be inspired and empowered. And first up, we're going to have um, Yvette Lewis. Yvette is from Louisville, Kentucky. She's going to talk about her testimony and give us some strategies. And then we're going to have Tandy Salter. She's going to come on and talk about how she overcome depression and grief and give us some life tips. So get ready. In about two minutes, we're going to um, have Yvette on. So let's take a little commercial break and hear some music. And then when we get back, we will get into the show. Man, I've been trying to call her all day. Where is she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together. And here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend. But he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. Uh, it's the holiday once again. And I'm trying to call her. She's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. Reminds me 
that nothing else, nothing else matters. Oh, nothing. So many rivers to cross, and there's so many mountains discouraging you. Just don't focus on yesterday's loss. Consolation from heaven will come clearly to you. Consolation from the Father, it will come to you. Consolation from the Father, it will come to you to remind you. To remind That nothing else matters Than seeing you, Jesus, oh Lord Speaking the master The one who reigns over the life Nothing else matters Oh yeah Than seeing you And nothing else, nothing else matters Broken before you I need to receive A present from heaven And I will not leave Till you touch me, oh Lord, I pray I need you every day With all of my heart I believe That you are all I ever want
to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Nothing even matters. How can you go wrong when you're listening to a Marvin Sapp song? He said nothing even matters but seeing Jesus. And that's how we have to uh, deal with some of our hurt and some of our loss. When things that we, uh, we've lost or things that we are grieving that we thought that we needed, but God took it away, and we just have to trust God as... Um, the book Try God Says by Nathan Trey Wood. Try him, trust him, and you know. So we are going to talk about how to handle grief during the holidays and beyond tonight. We have two grief strategists, as I call them, who are going to talk about their testimony dealing with grief and um, give us some tips on how to handle and move beyond grief um, and handle it in a proper way. We're not saying that grief is bad. Grief is a natural human emotion that we all must go through, um, and it's a part of life. But sometimes, I know I dealt with grief and sulked and stayed in places that I shouldn't that led me to depression, led me into other emotional uh, spiraling downfalls because I didn't deal with my grief properly. And so if you're dealing with grief, we're going to give you some tips tonight from our two grief strategists, uh, Yvette Lewis uh, and Tandy Salter. And the first up is Yvette Lewis. Um, She just got married. And so uh, you may know her as Yvette Bentley. You can check her out on MyNameIsYvette.com. And she is a author, a speaker, a blogger. Uh, a self-help and nonfiction um, is her focus on writing, but she writes it all. She can. She loves uh, just the the art of uh, writing. So she's also a mentor. Her first book was called Enhancing the Journey, and that was released in 2012. And you know how you meet that that person. You you don't even know how y'all met. Because y'all jail so well And it feels like you've known them all your life That's how your vet is uh, With me I, I, I can't even remember when I met her uh, Or how long I've known her It's just like she um, Is that person that came in And she loves writing She supports me She helps me I help her We encourage one another So she's that person um, I I know it was it had to be around 2012 2011 because I know she was working on her first project, enhancing the journey, um, and we was encouraging one another and um, helping e- each other with the writing process. She was going to different writing events throughout the country, and I was meeting different authors and things, and we would uh, share what we learned. Uh, she released her second book in tw- 2015, and she is a uh, Part of a woman's anthology, and she's published several ebooks. And I know she's coming out with a great book, and I'm gonna let her tell you about it. That is, um, on forgiveness. On forgiveness. How many of us struggle with forgiveness? So she is that person who writes and deals with. She meets the rated R standard, being real, relevant, and refreshing. So let us bring her on, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself, and then she's going to give us some strategies for dealing with grief. So, Miss Yvette Lewis. Good evening, good evening. Hello. I told them you's a married woman now. 
<laughs> they might know you as your best Bentley, but you's married yeah. now. <laughs> I'm married now. You's married. <laughs> Welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Let's Thank get you into for having just, me. Oh, girl, you know, always, always. Give him a little, I gave him a little, you know, the, the technical stuff about you, but tell our audience who your vet is in your own words, and let's get talking about this thing called grief and how we can handle it during the holidays and beyond. Right, yes, when I heard you giving that introduction, I'm like, who is she talking about? <laughs> and it actually sounded somewhat like me. <laughs> no, uh, my name is Yvette Lewis. I write under uh, the pen name of Yvette Wilson Lewis uh, until September 23rd. It was Yvette Wilson Bentley. Uh, but as Tanya said, I got married. Yay! Yay! Um, and um, I use uh, Wilson because Wilson is actually uh, my parents' name and my grandparents' name, and they have all gone to glory, and that is my small way of paying tribute to who they were and what they were to me in my life. And I am honoring their memory by fulfilling a dream that they always had for me, which was to write. So um, I always like to share that uh, with people. Uh, I think I'm like most people. I didn't start writing until I was in my mid-40s. And uh, it just goes to show that when God has something for you to do, uh, Mm -hmm. he will be patient and wait until you're ready. Oh yes, uh, and oh, yes. It, it took it took me over forty years to say, okay, I am going to write for you, Lord. Uh, so you were like the children see, of Israel, walking around in the wilderness, and you know you were uh-huh. supposed to write. <laughs> walking around in the wilderness, hungry, homeless, yeah, and just confused. And then you, you said, know, okay, Lord, confused. I'm gonna write. Yes, yes. When I all right, so some I of my okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, when I went through some of my own experiences and he still allowed me to keep that gift, then it became yes. time to begin using it for his glory. Yes, yes, and you use it well for his glory to empower, inspire, and heal people. So let us talk about this topic of grief, especially during the holidays. People, it's really heavy on people, but we deal with it all throughout the year. What is your experience oh, with yeah. grief? Oh, grief. I'm calling you a, a grief strategist tonight, too. Well, oh, oh wow. I yes, really got to step up and live up to this. I, I see. Thank you. Um, you know, grief is uh, the loss, you know, where there is no more. And, and grief can come in so many different forms and can be applicable in so uh, many areas of our life, uh, but one of the most common ones is when, you know, a loved one passes away. And mm-hmm. uh, just to give you a tidbit of my own experience, of uh, grief was something that uh, I'd been uh, familiarized with, you know, like most people, but grief didn't really resonate with me until my father passed away unexpectedly in 2003. And when I say unexpectedly, I mean he came to my job uh, for an event. I took him back to work, and he died less than two hours later. 
Wow. Uh, so that, and that was very unexpected. And even after almost 16 years, it still seems like it was yesterday and unexpected. Um, but one of the things that uh, that experience brought me to was some realization about my feelings, uh, how I felt uh, that uh, grief was more than just being sad. Uh, mm-hmm. There were very, very many variety of feelings that I experienced in grief. Of course, I was sad because my father was gone. Mm-hmm. I was mad because my father was gone. I was mad at God because my father mm-hmm. was gone. Um, I was mad and angry because of relationships uh, that had changed with family members. Uh, and, and just uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and I used to hear people say that they were mad at God, and I would be like, oh, how dare right. you be mad at God? Uh, but <laughs> when you come face-to-face with an experience for yourself, um, yeah. then that picture truly takes on a different shape, uh, form, and fashion. And, and so uh, over the years, I have really um, – Acknowledge my grief for different things. Of course, my mom's passed away, and uh, you know, different people that I've been close to, friends, other family members, mm-hmm. uh, and to know that um, grief is a natural part of life. It is a natural process of life, uh, and though it can be overwhelming, uh, there are things that uh, you can do in the name of honoring yourself honoring your grief, honoring uh, your loved ones that are gone on uh, mm-hmm. by practicing some self-care and mm-hmm. a few different suggestions that I have taken. And uh, these may not work for you, but I think it will give you an idea of how to develop your own roadmap. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we, get learned, that, look, before we get into that, I want to tell anyone, if you want to call in and ask a question, you can call 646 Six six eight eight two four two six four six six eight eight two four two. Now, Yvette, you said grief is the loss uh, of someone uh, close or something close, and you said you did with se- dealt with several emotions that I can identify with myself. Uh, sadness, of course, that's the first emotion because, you, especially uh-huh. when you're dealing with death of a loved one, that is a finality. Um, right, right. And then right. it's over. Uh, madness, um, and I can, I can. Agree with that because my dad died. It was um, my dad had been sick, but anytime somebody dies, it is unexpected. Even though they they've been sick, because <laughs> you like okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my mom was in the hospital five months uh, battling cancer, and then she died. That was still unexpected. And I can say that I was really mad at God when my mom died because I had been believing for healing in the natural sense. And so that issue of being mad at God, that's for real. And when you said mm-hmm. <laughs> that you said uh, before you went through that experience, and when people said, I'm mad at God, I was just like, hey, you, can't, you ain't supposed to be mad at God. But until you go through something where <laughs> you're mad at God, you won't understand what somebody says. So I truly understand what you said about being sad, being mad, the relationships. Oh, if you want to know who really your family is, let it be during a funeral time. Oh, everybody oh. shows they self during that time. 
Um, and so I I understand. I can agree with everything you said. Sadness, madness, mad at some relationships that changed. I was mad at some family members. Uh, I know when my dad died, my mother, uh, I was mad because some way people were treating my mother. And I'm thinking, her husband just died. You need to give her time. But all that is dealing because we are grieving. Uh, we have lost something that we have no control and we can't get back. So you were about to give us some tips on how to handle grief. Yeah. Um, yes, so give us three uh, something tips. Something that you said. Three. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do want to go back and piggyback on something that you said uh, as far as never being able to be prepared, whether it yes. is sudden and expected or whether uh, the doctor has given a final prognosis. You can't ever truly be prepared uh, mm-hmm. that this person is no longer going to be a part of your life or be a part of this life. However, uh, you can uh, learn to accept it and continue to live, uh, mm-hmm. even in the midst of your grief. And uh, I think a great example of that is uh, someone is interested in a scriptural reference, is read the book of Ruth and read the story of Naomi and Ruth. Yes. Uh, she is an excellent example of, even through her grief of losing her husband and her sons, uh, she still was faithful and she still was obedient, even yes. through all of that. Uh, so, But uh, three things I will say is, first, uh, know that it is no okay not to be okay. <laughs> oh, say that again, Yvette. No, that is what? Oh, it is okay not to be okay. Not to be okay. And that goes especially for women, especially for African-American yeah. women. We've got to be the strong woman. And when it comes to grief, and that's one thing I remember saying to my mom after the, the doctors told us that my dad had passed, the first thing she said, i got to be strong. I said, no, you don't. See, that's what you <laughs> No, you don't, Mama. Uh-huh, you don't have to uh-huh. be strong for nobody. Uh, but because mm-hmm. she had grown up in that, of course she was the oldest, so it was a lot of expectations, she was taught how wow. to suppress her feelings. So I love what you just said. Know that it's okay not to be okay. And yeah, that's all. And that's we African-American women, we are conditioned to do what we got to do. Mhm, mhm. You know, yes. and there's a time to be strong. There's a time to be weak, and we be weak in private. We can't be weak in public. But it is okay not to be okay. Y'all um, heard that? Number two it is okay not to be okay. I love that. Number two, your individual process of grief is yours. It belongs to. You. Ooh, say that again slowly. Your what? Your own individual process of grief belongs exclusively to you. Hmm. And why did you do say that? Not, <laughs> do not, do not, do not, do not allow anyone to define whatever your grief process looks like. Yes. Because it's yours. It is yours. Once again, that is those expectations that people 
have put on you um, based on what they've heard or what they've read or what they've misinterpreted true faith to be. But just because we grieve does not say that we do not have faith. Your own individual process belongs to you. That is coming. Oh, I love that. Your own individual process because people will try to tell you how to feel, especially the ones that feel that I can bring up so many scenarios in my life where people have tried to tell me how to feel when I'm dealing with I'm grieving the loss. When I was grieving the loss of my mom, that was a process. She was in the hospital five months, and I remember people telling me how to feel, what to do, and, you know, you, and we got to be careful because we're not uh, emotionally healthy doing grief either. We're very vulnerable, so we've got to be careful mm-hmm. who's in our ear. So I love what you said. Your own individual process belongs to you, and so you got to know that and own, own that. Give us one more, Yvette. Mm-hmm. Okay, and one more is don't fight the feeling. Mm. Do not fight the feeling of grief. If you need to cry, cry. Mm-hmm. If you need to scream, scream. scream. If you need to get mad, get mad, throw stuff, don't fight the feeling because mm-hmm. Though it may be intense and even overwhelming, that too shall pass. Mm, I love it. You said know that it's okay not to be okay. Your own individual process belongs to you, and don't fight the feeling of grief. That are Those are phenomenal tips that that will help us not only to deal with grief during the holidays, but beyond because grief, grieving is a process. And so you, even if you have to write these on, on notes, on poster boards as you're going through, those are tips that you need to recite, especially the first one. Know that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's not, when people ask you how you're doing, you don't have to go with the automatic response, I'm fine. No, you're not fine. <laughs> Just say I'm not doing well today, but I believe that there's a brighter day. Love it. Yvette, tell us what is coming up for you, because you just gave us some great grief stuff. But I want to know, tell us how people can stay connected to you and what you have coming up. Well, uh, what I have coming up is I am finishing up a book project called Beaten But Unbreakable, Thriving Beyond Domestic Violence. Mm. Uh, it is my own personal experience and the difference between my story and many others that may have circulated is I just don't uh, beat the problem over the head. I actually talk about solutions and prevention. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I love that beaten but and, unbreakable. And, mm-hmm. and so I don't talk about just surviving. Uh, because if you're not careful, surviving can equate to existing. I'm mm. talking about thriving, how, how to be happy uh, beyond the domestic violence, how to prosper beyond the domestic violence, how to recreate your life beyond the domestic violence, how to get married beyond wow. the domestic wow. violence. Uh, ooh, you said mm-hmm. Lewis? Jesus, how can people stay connected to you? Because we love, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for giving us those tips, but we need to bring you back, especially when this book comes out. How can people stay connected to you? 
Uh, I am on the social media platforms, Yvette Lewis, Y-V-E-T-T-E, Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can visit my website, which is www.mynameisyvette.com. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Mrs. Lewis. We will follow up with you later, and we're going to remember those tips. Know that it's okay not to be okay. Your individual process belongs to you, and don't fight the feeling. Thank you for joining Real Talk with Tanya Wright, Miss Yvette. Thank you for having me. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you. I will follow up with you later, okay? All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Listen, Yvette Lewis just gave us some great tips. We're going to bring our other grief strategists on. I just gave them a new title because I love uh, the word strategist. So Tandy Salter is going to come on right now. And as I bring her on, uh, I want her to tell us a little bit about herself. But I love, go to her website, TandySalter.com, T-A-N-D-E-E-S-A-L-T-E-R.com. Miss Tandy? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Thank you for joining the Real Talk with Tanya White show for the first but not the last time. Yes, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, tell us who you are because I can read this magnificent bio, but I love people to tell us who they are in their own words. So can you do that for our audience today, and then we're going to get right into how you can give us some tips on how to handle grief during the holidays and beyond. Me, um, I am a certified life and business success coach. Um, I help women build your confidence and get clear on your how to achieve your goals. Um, mm-hmm. I also have um, uh, Amazon bestseller, I Inhale Confidence. It's 21 Days Affirmations for the Millennial Woman. And I co-authored what? the best-selling book, 20 Beautiful Women, Volume 2. And I just released my new book, Confessions of a Broke Entrepreneur, which is also available on Amazon. Did you did you hear that? L- listen, you just rolled over that. Um, I'm the number one bestseller author of Inhale. <laughs> no, honey, you got to take some breaths and let us digest that. So say that again. You the what? I'm number Inhale one company. Amazon bestselling author. <laughs> L- listen. Yes. People think that's an easy feat. It's not. You got to do some hustle. So we got to we got to savor that. Congratulations on that. Author of Inhale Thank Confidence: you. Twenty-One Days of Affirmations for the Millennial Woman. Oh my goodness! And what's your latest book? It's Confessions of a Broke Entrepreneur. Listen, I'm gonna have you back in March when we're dealing with uh, women in business. That's that's real life right there. Because people think. <laughs> You go into business and you a rich overnight success. So no, but let's talk about Tandy. What uh, what is your experience with grief? And before we you give us strategies, let us hear your testimony because it said on your website that you uh, you have battled uh, with grief and depression through a divorce and feeling unworthy. So tell us what what makes you our grief strategist and how you know how you handle and uh, overcome grief. Well, um, I would say it was, what is this, 2018? Yes. Um, about nine years ago, um, my mm-hmm. mother passed March 30th, 2009. Wow. And my mom was like my best friend, my rock, my cheerleader, and I just really didn't know what to do. 
Mm-hmm. I really, really became, like, depressed. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to do anything. And for a long time, I actually didn't cry. It's mm. kind of like I held every, I, I held everything in, and it's everyone around me kind of leans on me for support. So I felt like mm. I had to be strong for them. And mm. so it took a while for me to actually get home by myself and sit down and just, like, just really cry and let it all out. Mm. And is are you the only only child or oldest child? No, I'm actually the middle child. Oh, really? Okay, because those are usually traits of the only or oldest trying to be strong in the rock for everybody else because expectations. But I guess that can go for anybody um, because that's a that's a heavy burden, especially when you're grieving. Because you, I I wrote there, you said you didn't cry. For a long time, did you, did you just not feel like it? Did you think if you cried? Because I know after my mom died, um, I felt like if I cried, I wouldn't be able to stop. Um, I think it was a combination of feeling like I wouldn't be able to stop and also not wanting everyone else to see me cry and break down uh, because I still had to be strong for them. Yes. Like oh, I was yes. that strong, level-headed person. And I didn't want everyone else to see it. Mm, mm, Lord have mercy. That's real talk for the Real Talk with Tanya White show. So how did you grow through that? Because we know that holding in your emotions and suppressing grief, that is not healthy at all. Uh, So how did you grow through that and really get to the point now where, you know, you can give us some strategies and how to handle grief in a healthy manner? Yeah, um, you're right. Holding on to it was not healthy at all. Mm -hmm. So I actually ended up going to see a clinical psychologist and Mm -hmm. just talked through it and had some days where I just cried and didn't know what to say. And I think that's something that a lot of people put taboo on is seeking help and finding Mm -hmm. a counselor or um, a therapist to go to that can help you talk through the feelings and how you're really feeling and I don't think it's anything wrong with that. I think more people need to be open to the idea mm-hmm. and realize that it really is a big help to have a non-biased person in that's just there to listen and help you yes. through the process rather than holding things in and thinking you don't have anyone to talk to. Oh, did y'all hear her real talk with Tanya White audience? Listen, I think it should be mandatory, Tandy. <laughs> mandatory that everybody have four visits with a therapist each year. That needs to be written in in Congress somewhere. I'm telling you, because we have been so programmed just, and I grew up, I don't know, uh, I'm probably older than you, but when I grew up, it's what happens in this house stays in this house. Stays in this house. You see what I'm saying? And so I got to the point, I'm always (laughs) the white person. I was the white person in my family. But it always said, well, if ain't nobody talking about it in this house, how am I going to get healed? I I was that person. So because you wanted to stay in this house, but then I try to talk to people in this house and don't nobody want to talk about it. And so that is, that messes up family. And so I love what you said that we need to get over that taboo. And it's found that it's okay to go talk to a non-biased person about your feelings. Because I know when I'm, sometimes my therapy, I'm just, sometimes I'm talking um, in the past, sometimes I just cry. Sometimes I'm just be, I'm silent. But it's having that person that to bounce your feelings off of and to know they're not going to judge you. 
They're going to tell you what you need to do to get to the solution, but they're also going to listen with an open ear. Um, so you said you went to therapy, and what else? What? How did therapy help you and uh, get to you to where you are now? Um, it really helped to, to just really talk and get it all out and follow the steps um, as to acknowledging how I was really feeling and learning that it's okay to really cry and it's okay mm-hmm. not to always be the strong person. Yes. Yes. Um, because a lot of people get stuck in that where I have to be the strong person, I have to be the strong friend, and it's okay not to be strong all the time. It's okay to have emotions and just throw pity parties for yourself. Just know that you have to get back up at the end of the day. Just let it all out and then get back up and keep moving. Yes, let let it out. It's just we have emotional constipation, a lot of people, because we hold so much in under the disguise of I must be strong. And strong for who? Really nobody is expecting you to be strong but you. That's what you're perceiving. So when we really release, uh, it becomes a part of us being healthy when we learn how to release. Like you said, you had to learn that it was okay for you to cry. Um, and I know most men deal with that, too, because they are taught boys don't cry. <laughs> and crying really? is a healthy emotion. And so when we have to relearn how to, what is okay emotionally and how to deal with ourselves. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Exactly. We have to learn how to deal with those emotions because they're natural. They're going to happen. We just have to learn how to handle them in a healthy way and know it's all a part of the process. It's all a part of the process. All right. So it also said you went through a divorce. Is that correct? Yes, I did. Okay. I did. So that's a a grieving of a relationship that a lot of people – uh, are dealing with at this time, especially if it's the first holiday that uh, they are by themselves. So um, what steps did you take? Because that's grieving of a relationship and not of a love because it's still a loss. So did you it find is. that using the same steps helped you? Yes, uh, I yes, I did. I did, I did have to use similar steps, and I had to actually – um, let go of a lot because I don't know. I guess looking at society, they tell you, you know, you go high school, college, get married, have kids, and all of this is part of becoming or being a woman. And I felt like, wait, I'm a failure as a woman. I didn't survive the marriage. I don't have any kids. Like, wait, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. So it was grieving. Okay, so the marriage is gone. I'm feeling like a failure as a woman. I don't think I'm ever going to be successful in anything. And at the same time, I had graduated college and couldn't find a job in my field. I was like, oh, my wow. God, this is too much. And I felt overwhelmed and just really, really like that depression creeped in and really started to doubt myself and mm-hmm. the ability to achieve success. So it's recognizing where I was at the time, and Mm -hmm. even looking back to give myself credit for things I had already accomplished in the past and knowing that those things would be able to push me further to the next step. Wow. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we talk at the Tandy Salter, and she's giving us some great tips on um, how to handle grief properly 
one thing she said is that we have to learn how uh, to to learn how to uh, deal with grief. And one thing that she said she learned how to, that it was okay to cry and not always be strong for everyone else. So, Tandy, give us some practical life strategies. I know you said therapy is one, but what are some things if people are still in that mindset? Of, oh, I don't want to go to a therapist. How? What are some practical steps that uh, you can give us on how to handle grief, especially during these holiday season? Don't stay alone. Oh, um, one of the one of the mistakes I made was locking myself away and spending all the time by myself. And so I got stuck in my head and my own emotions. When you, what I recommend is to really find a friend or a close family member that. You can spend time with each so that you don't be alone. You don't have to be around a whole crowd. At least like one or two people go eat dinner or something so you're not spending that time alone. Mm-hmm. Don't don't stay alone. And I know I did that. <laughs> I remember I literally did not go anywhere for weeks one year. Um, but, yeah, don't stay alone. Find that somebody. What else you got for us, Tandy? Don't be afraid to talk. Even if you're still, even if you're still on the edge about therapy, take that same person you spent your time with and talk about what's going on with you. And if you're not a talker, it's also helpful to journal. Get a journal and write it all out. Find your outlet and let every all mm. those feelings and emotions out. Oh my goodness! Find your outlet. That goes back to what Yvette said. Your individual process is your own. You have to find what works for you. It may be exercise. It may be writing. It may be, uh, you know, going to different activities in the city, uh, engaging in art or something. But find what works for you. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Um, And be honest because sometimes we just talk just to get words out, thinking that we're, we're talking, but we're not dealing with the true feelings of what's really going on. So uh, what else, Tandy? This is good information. Don't stay alone. Don't be afraid to talk. One more that you can give us. I mean, you just hit it right there when you said be honest. Like mm. be honest with yourself yes. about how you're feeling. Be honest with others about how you're feeling. Um, I think a lot of times we get hooked into saying, oh, it's okay, or I'm going to be okay. No, say I'm not okay. So <laughs> right. say I'm having a rough day. Say Today is not a good day. Whatever it is, just let it out. Stop trying to pretend like it's going to be okay. Be honest. Be honest. Yes, it's okay not to be okay. That's what Yvette said. Listen, Tandy, these are great tips, but I want you to give our audience uh, some information on how they can stay uh, connected with you because I need you all to visit her website. She's been featured on Huffington Post, Essence Magazine, uh, on the Rise Radio, this woman is doing the thing, Courageous Woman Magazine. How can people stay in contact with you and get um, get some of your books? Okay. You can get in contact with me through my website at TandySalter.com, S-T-A-N-D-E-E-S-A-L-T-E-R.com, and also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all at TandySalter. And mm-hmm. all of my books are available on Amazon. Because she is the what? What are you, Tandy? What was your book? What the you I Inhale Confidence, 21 Days of Affirmation for the Millennial Woman. 
Yes, was a Amazon number one bestseller. We got to get you to say that, honey. That's that's not a, a yes. small feat. That's that's an enormous accomplishment. So tell us, what are some of your services uh, that you offer that people may want to uh, contact? Because you got the real talk ear now. You just gave us some great grief uh, strategies and told us about your books. But do you offer like coaching, uh, mentoring services, consultation, or anything? Yes, I do. I offer life and business coaching as well as business consultation where I can sit down with you and let's let's help you get clear on what your vision is for your life and your business and develop a solid plan of action that will help you reach the success that you're looking for. Um, you can also book complimentary calls through my website at sandysaucer.com. Yes, visit her website. Connect with her on Facebook. I'm going to bring you back and uh, talk about this broke entrepreneur. <laughs> yes, yes, Confessions of a Broke Entrepreneur. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Give us a little preview of that because that's what many people are dealing with. But give us a little snippet of what that is. Confessions of a Broke Entrepreneur is my story of how I started my business. After years of putting it off, I finally jumped mm-hmm. into entrepreneurship. But coming down months and weeks down the road, I was not making any money. And mm-hmm. then the money I was making was not enough to sustain myself. So throughout the book, I tell you more of my story, how right. I became broke, and mm. give you tips on how you can avoid becoming a broke entrepreneur. Oh, my goodness. That alone y'all need to call her and get a consultation for. Confessions of a Broke Entrepreneur. Tandy, it has been wonderful having you on. I am definitely going to uh, get get you booked for March, honey, because I need you on here to talk about Confessions of a Broke Entrepreneur. And maybe we can have some live callers and we can do some <laughs> you know, little snippet consultation on air because that is so true and so many people are dealing with it because you said the you said the V word, we got to have a clear vision. And most people do not have a clear vision before they start a business or launch anything in life. So I love, I love, love, love that you came on and shared with us. Do you have any last words before you leave the Real Talk Virtual Studios, Tandy? Yes, please, please. If you are struggling with grief in this holiday season, remember you do not have to stay alone. There's always someone to talk to. If you don't have a friend close by, connect with me on social media. Let's talk about it. You don't have to be alone. You don't have to be alone. Thank you so much, Tandy. Thank you so much for taking time to be with us and share your your wisdom and your testimony. We're going to follow up with you later and have you on the show again, all right? All right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You have a happy holiday. Thank you. Listen, if you just tuned in to the Real Talk with Tanya White show, how to handle grief during the holidays and beyond, Yvette Lewis and Tandy Salter, they basically gave you the same strategies. They Yvette said, know that it's okay not to be okay, your individual process it belongs to you, and don't fight the feeling of grief. Tandy said, uh, don't stay alone. Don't be afraid to talk. And then be honest with yourself on what you're dealing with. Um, you guys, grief is real. It is okay to grieve, but it's not okay to grieve to the point where you get depressed and you isolate yourself. I've been there uh 
because when you do that, you're not helping or living your purpose, uh, and you are depriving people of being uh, who they're supposed to be because you need to be in their life because you're not who you're supposed to be. So grieve, but grieve properly. Uh, Cry. Don't suppress those feelings. Talk with people. If you need therapy, get therapy. Therapy is not uh, a, a word or a, a activity that makes you think that you, you're weak or you don't have faith. It is of God. God created the therapist. Get some therapy. Lay on someone's couch. Talk it out. And it must be somebody who is very objective, non-biased, and so you can really get the healing that you are seeking because when you don't heal, you just bleed and repeat what you are suppressing, and you're not being your best self. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to the Real Talk with Tanya White show, our second show uh, since our relaunch. Join us next week as we have the doctor uh, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Dr. Marcus Howard, and we have Janae Perks uh, in our Boast About Your Book segment. She's going to talk about I'm not, I'm not your girlfriend. So that's going to be a great show as well. If you uh, want to be a sponsor of the Real Talk with Tanya White show, remember if you are on Facebook with me, inbox me, visit TanyaWhite.com. If you uh, want to be a guest on the show, uh, inbox me or email me at Tanya at TanyaWhite.com. We will get you on the show. Uh, if you have some music to share, if you are an artist and you want your music to be played on here, inbox us. We love music on this show, and we love to uh, highlight and support those that we know. So contact us, TanyaTanyaWhite.com, or inbox us, and we will get your music on the show. Again, grief is okay. Grief is okay. What is not okay about grief is when you uh, isolate yourself, you suppress your feelings, and you stay in a in a place that leads you to depression. All right, listen, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, have a great rest of the week, and we will see you next week when we are on the air talking about emotional health, how to have positive emotional health doing, uh, after a negative experience. All right, love you guys, and I will talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Two, three.